Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome, friends, to another r slash nuclear revenge video. Today, we've got a crazy story of a pen pal dispatching their own sibling. But first, a story from TIW Gaming. Mental neighbor steals and assaults police officer, gets 30 years in jail. This happened about two years ago. We own a nice beach house in a small beach community with only a couple hundred of beach houses. We usually go once every two months in the winter and about once every two weeks in the summer due to the weather. But our family always invites friends and other family to stay with us at the house. But once when I invited my best friend, we didn't have any boogie board or wakeboards, so we went online and ordered some from Amazon. But instead of shipping the packages to our regular house, we shipped it to the beach house for convenience. We had Prime, so it would have taken two to four days for them to ship, but they showed up after we left. But before we returned to the house, nice neighbor called us about a car being in our driveway, asking if we were expecting guests, which we weren't. So we asked nice neighbor to take a picture of the license plate and send it to the local police. When we received the news that it was mental neighbor's car in our driveway, Before this incident, Mental Neighbor was very nice to us and brought gifts. Upon hearing that he had no right to park there, the police go up to his door and confront him, which he denies that it's his car and acts very suspicious. The police come back with a warrant that states that he might be doing illegal drugs and they search his house. Magically, the boogie boards were in his closet. He states that we put them there to frame him. He's arrested for stealing and the use of marijuana but was sentenced to two months in prison due to being partially disabled and not right in the head. After his return from prison, he starts to lay low, but one time we arrived to find eggs against our house, our motion-activated lights smashed, the railing of our deck smashed, and they tried to bust into our garage. But we secretly installed four security cameras around the property overlooking the deck, garage door, and other parts of the property. With our recordings of him doing this, we went to the police and they came over and arrested him. Before letting the police arrest him, he pulled a knife and stabbed one of the officers and was shot in the arm and taken into custody. He was charged and sentenced to 30 years for assaulting an officer, theft, attempted murder, and property damage. Was it just me or did this story catch me by surprise in the very last paragraph out of absolutely nowhere? Like, I feel like we were going on like an average piece for a story, you know, 5 or 6 out of 10. And then all of a sudden it just was like, BAM, 15 out of 10. Did you guys see anything like that coming or was that a crazy turn of events for you guys too? Let me know in the comments down below. Our next story is from Limp Application. Girlfriend cheated on me, so I took a 2,769 euro Uber ride from Paris to Bialystok. Me and my ex are from Bialystok, Poland. I was in Paris and I broke up with her because someone posted a snapchat and she was making out with some other dude. Turns out that Runt was doing this for a couple weeks. Well, my flight from Paris to Warsaw got cancelled and the only easy way to get there was by car. I couldn't find a viable bus or train route at the time, mostly they were overbooked. Or there was some other issue, so I took an Uber from Paris to Bialystok. 
I had card issues when I needed an Uber, so the Uber app in my phone was connected to her card. I was also pissed as heck at my ex, so I didn't really give a crap about her, so I said screw it, let's do it. The first three drivers I tried didn't want to drive that far, but the fourth one let me. He was from Ukraine and wanted to get back to Ukraine anyways, which is pretty close to Bialystok, so this worked out perfectly for it. We drove there, and it took like 17 hours. I got to Bialystok late at night and fell asleep. Holy crap, my ex was pissed. I woke up to like 15 missed calls and 40 texts saying she was going to sue me and ruin my life and I'm a horrible person and I need to pay her back. I told her to screw off and she can go back to sucking my former best friends you know what. Everyone else is pissed at me saying what I did was petty, but I think I'm in the right here. If my ex went around sucking my best friends you know what and making out with other dudes at the party, she deserved it. Now, I don't necessarily blame OP for what they did. As far as legality goes, I don't know how far that's going to be able to go. You know, maybe they had authorization considering it's on their Uber app. Seems like a weak defense to me though. Best of luck to OP and, I mean, I think we all kind of just understand. By the way, if you're enjoying these stories, make sure to hit those like and subscribe buttons down below so you never miss any of my daily videos. Every single video has awesome stories, like our next story from UsualGrape6120, OP kills entitled couple with some malicious compliance. The thing happened in the early 1990s. The relevant historical background to this is that Poland hadn't really left the communist bloc just yet. First, free elections happened in 1989, but the process of escaping Russian influence, basically only doing what Moscow or their minions told them to, took a while. And at the time of the story, the police weren't necessarily used to doing its job properly. One of such poorly handled cases was the abuse of my next door neighbor's daughter. I'll spare you the details, just know that the worst thing you can imagine happening to a young girl in such scenario did in fact happen many, many times. There were horrible, horrible people, and I hated them with all my being. I can't stress that enough. To the story, a couple years later, after I'd already moved away, I was visiting my family, and since I was a little early, 6am, I stopped at a gas station I once worked at to chat with my old pals and wait for the sun to get a little higher. We were sitting in a little nook behind the counter, and lo and behold, who would come in if not for the aforementioned neighbors? He pointed at something and went back out to fuel their car. She approached the counter, noticed me and snarked, You're back here? I guess your studies didn't go that well. I say, actually, I did. They say, yeah, sure, whatever. How much did he go for? Colleague says, 100. They say, I'm asking him. I say, I didn't come back to work. I'm just visiting. They say, stop lying to me. You're just ashamed that you failed in life. Now come inflate our tires now. Unlike you, we don't have all day to sit and chat. I was so pissed. I legitimately hated them already, but this encounter... After so much time of being away from them, just completely took me off balance. I told my friends it's okay, I'll just do it. I went with her, I inflated one side correctly, I overinflated the other side so much, I thought the tire was going to explode in my face then and there. They weren't even paying attention to me. The second I was done, and before I could even realize what I had just done, they took off. They crashed a few kilometers down the road. They both died. I've never heard of any investigation reaching the station. 
I'm definitely going to assume that that outcome was not what OP was actually going for and was more just trying to cause them like an expensive headache or something, but uh, maybe in a way, if you believe in it, you could see it as karma catching up to people who years ago did some terrible, horrendous things. All I gotta say is that's like the second story today that just going at a regular pace and then just out of nowhere, it just goes way beyond how you thought it would go. Our next story is from throwaway 901-23957. Cheat and lie about why we broke up. Enjoy being disowned and cut out of your family. This happened between me, 25-year-old male, and my ex, 24-year-old female, over the past few months. I'll keep it short but keep all the important details. To start, the first month, February, was amazing, like a dream relationship. We'd been friends for a while before when she suddenly confessed. I had hid my feelings as we were meant to only be friends, so I jumped at the opportunity stating my feelings. The second month was not as bad, only having a single argument as she invited her neighbor over to what was supposed to be a date. After talking it out, we sorted it and made up. The third month was when the problem started. We had planned out a date to be on a Saturday, as she had work on our usual Friday times. I understood and changed the day of the restaurant I booked to then. I hadn't told her as I wanted it to be a surprise instead of the usual home movie, but she knew to keep that clear and address well for the date. Only an hour before the date, she texts me saying that she won't be there tonight as she was going to see a movie with a friend. I was honestly furious as I'd already paid the pre-booking fee and told her over a week in advance. I tried to call her but her phone was off. I called her best friend and he had no idea what was happening either. The next morning, I talked to her and she argues with me saying that I should have told her it was a restaurant meal. After about an hour of argument, she finally admitted that she was wrong for what she did. I accepted that and we took a day break to calm and clear any bad feelings. After that, the relationship started to decline. I stayed the same, but she started to get more and more distant. Eventually, after three weeks of no intimacy, not even kisses, I confronted her asking what's going on. She says she needs a week to think and wanted to be single for that. I told her I don't mind taking a break if that's what she needs, but I don't see why being single is needed for that. She argued it's for freedom, and I realized it's for another guy. We broke up and she spreads lies about me cheating and being abusive. Thankfully the friends she spread it to wouldn't believe her as we'd all known each other for years, her being introduced to them through me. Her best friend had tried to defend me and she had blocked him, but he knew her friend group. Through them we discovered that she had been cheating the last three weeks of the relationship as well as the friend she went to watch the movies with being a tinder hookup, then left me to start dating a new guy. To nobody's surprise, he blocked her after she tried to start dating him. Soon she dropped out of the university as the guy had uploaded the videos of her cheating to adult entertainment sites and it spread throughout her university. Then I decided I wanted revenge. It wasn't much as I knew her parents and were really close. They knew nothing that was going on and assumed we just broke up. Her parents though are super religious along with her grandmother. So although painful, I found the links to the videos downloaded them, and took screenshots of all the breakup. Then I contacted her family, saying I had something I wanted to share, created a group chat with her parents, grandmother, and ex-best friend. Then I unload all the screenshots and videos, along with a text message explaining everything that's happened. There was no contact for about a week, 
Then her ex-best friend filled me in on the situation. She had lost her scholarship due to dropping out of university. Her grandmother, after seeing the proof, cut her from the will and disowned her, followed by her parents and her being evicted from the house as well as support cut off. She's now working a minimum wage job and sharing a home with friends. I think showing the graphic details to the parents and grandparents might be a little extra, but in a situation like that where you were committed to this person and you were sticking by them and you find out they've been doing all that behind your back and standing you up like that and lying to you, I get why OP was passionate enough to go and do that. And our final story of the day is by Gonzalez. My prison pen pal killed her brother. So I met this woman, who I'll call Lucille, on a prison pen pal site. I got bored over the summer, so yeah. I didn't really think of posting the story on here since the case was still ongoing, and I didn't want to incriminate her or anything, so here it is. Lucille didn't have many close friends or family members, except her brother. They both had a great home life together, married parents, nice house, good income, but their father came down with cancer. And after his death, their mother remarried, which didn't sit well with Lucille's brother for some reason, which caused him to go into a rebellious mean streak that never ended. He became addicted to crack, but Lucille always tried to support him and tried to stay in contact with him. She was too good to him if you ask me. I mean, he only ever called her when he needed money or a place to stay. She always delivered, even left a spare key for him. Honestly quite surprised what happened hadn't happened sooner. At the time, Lucille, like any average human being, had a dog, Lucy. She was a Beagle Terrier mix, incredibly hyper. Of course, her and Lucille were very close. Anyways, after coming home from work one day, Lucille came home to find Lucy dead, and not by natural causes. Lucille didn't give me the details because the wounds are still pretty fresh, but she claims there was blood. She also claims that she knows it was her brother because there was no broken lock, no broken window, no signs of somebody forcing their way in, but some of her meds were missing as well as her laptop, tablet, and a few charging cables. To this day, Lucille doesn't know what caused her brother to do what he did, she just knows it was him. She decided to not press charges, claimed she wasn't as upset with him at the time, and it wasn't until a few weeks had gone by of her trying to contact him for answers that it really got to her. He was ignoring her calls and all she wanted was answers. Lucille said she was very ashamed of how much the death of her dog had affected her. She said she became very impulsive, she started drinking, going to bars a lot, slept around. I guess she just wasn't comfortable in the house anymore. Then she bought a gun, which she claims to be her biggest regret. After about a month, she got a call from him, something about wanting to talk or needing a place to stay. Lucille was drunk during the phone call and doesn't remember much of it. She doesn't know what the freak was wrong with her brother, and quite frankly, I don't know what made him thinking coming back would be freaking okay. All she remembers, apart from the phone call, is shooting him in the face when he walked through her front door. There's just something about the stories today that have to end on such an extreme punctuation. I don't remember ever having a crop of stories before that was just like nuclear explosion after nuclear explosion literally like in the last sentence. And really only in the last sentence. Frankly what Lucille did here is absolutely insane. 
but considering to a lot of people, their dogs are like a family member to them, and not only like a family member, but probably like the closest, most cherished family member, seeing essentially your cherished family member get murdered like that, it wouldn't surprise me if it did make some people snap like that. It's just an unbelievable story. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now, if you want to see another revenge story that was even more insane than the ones in this video, click on that left video. Or if you missed my latest video, click on the right. But with that said, I'll see you all next time for some more stories. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 